0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from April 13th until April 20th, where over this next week we have a lot of energy moving through. We're going to see Mars enter Pisces on April 15th. Then we have a very dynamic Libra full moon on April 16th. We continue to experience Saturn in Aquarius squaring the nodes of fate over this next week, and that becomes even more important as we go into May, and I'll be sure to explain that. We're also going to see the Sun in Aries squaring Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees on April 18th, and then the Sun enters Taurus on April 19th at 10 24 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the last week of Aries, the sun in Aries journey, but it might feel like it wasn't a real Aries season. It feels like we had like a week Of Aries season energy. And then we went into the very big Pisces energies that we've been talking about for a while now. But just as a heads up, later in May, we will have Jupiter and Venus, as well as Mars, enter Aries in May. So that will come through and we'll get another round two of Aries energies. So that can be helpful if there's things that you wanted to get started, but the energy wasn't there, or you thought something would pick up and get going, but then it seemed to stall out or there wasn't enough to really get it moving forward. That will shift as we move into May when more of the planets do enter Aries and it could feel like that round two is coming through. Now I wanted to give an overview of some of the energetic transitions that we're moving through right now because they're very important especially when you relate it back to how much our lives and our worlds have changed over the past two years it can feel like we've been in this constant place of being on the defense meaning not knowing what's going to happen next what's going to be decided what's going to come through what do we have to adjust to or adapt to And over the past few years, especially since January 2020, when we had the very powerful Capricorn energies with Saturn, Pluto, Sun, Mercury, all conjunct in Capricorn, don't forget that was an eclipse energy too, and then we had the exact Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. It's like all of our energy has had to deal with what's outside of us, what we've been adapting to, what we've had to adjust, and that's what I mean by feeling like being on defense, kind of like what's coming at me next, what's the next change, what's the next issue, what's the next thing, and you could even look back on on the past few years at how much your life has changed, that you had to adapt to things that were outside of your control. I think back to March 2020, when that was a time when schools shut down here in the U.S. and we picked up our kids and we didn't know when they would go back to school. So then we have kids at home all the time. Or maybe you're remembering when your office changed, things shut down for you. You had to adapt. You had to be in your home environment. Of course, there were the quarantines, the lockdowns, all the restrictions, all the things that were happening that determined our lives, determined what we could or could not do. That is all changing, especially right now, especially with these eclipses. And it's a bit like things are shifting. We know that things are certainly still difficult and there's a lot going on in the world. So it's not to diminish any of that. But this is about looking at how now that these Capricorn energies have eased up and moved away. And we've been moving through these strong release energies of Pisces. There's more that's now moving through and circling around that could feel like it's opening up, but you could feel a little bit paralyzed in some capacity because now what we're doing is the energy is reminding us that we have choices. We always travel with our power. We always have decisions we can make about our energy. But now what is unfolding is that now we're stepping back into a proactive place, similar to now being on offense, where we can make some new decisions about our lives, what we want, what matters to us, what's a priority, what is correct for us, and we can have disbelief about that. Disbelief that, oh, now I can make a different choice, a new choice? Oh, you mean I can... Actually, decide something about what matters to me now, what I value, what I want, what is calling to me. What feels good? What is opening up? It's like there's been this big energy wave or energy cycle moving through that's returning us to our own sovereign power, reminding us that that's what you always travel with, even amongst these big changes and energies happening in the world at large. But what do you really want now? And that is part of this energy that is coming through, especially during eclipse season where Where you're being asked to understand what is a priority now. Look at how much your life has changed over the past two, two and a half years. What has shifted in you? What have you outgrown? What have you decided it's no longer fulfilling or satisfying? What have you understood to no longer be something you want in your life? Whether that is a minor decision or a bigger decision. Many people have had shifts in their own soul purpose, what they want to do here on the planet, what is calling to you, what is something you want to pursue, develop, or grow, a passion, something about your soul mission perhaps has been opening up that you can't deny, you can't ignore. Maybe for years you put it on the back burner. Um, If you listen to this podcast back in 2018 2019 a lot of the messages that were coming through that I shared with you was that it was going to be about all hands on deck meaning the healers are going to be needed more than ever the light workers the star seeds those of you who are here with clear missions you're here to help people energetically intuitively you're here to help people heal grow expand learn that energy would be very strong in 2020 And then it would be necessary to make changes to step into that part of your life direction. And so we look back on the past two years, and now perhaps you have a greater understanding of what that really means to you. After things have played out, after we've been through some real extremes on the planet that can bring us beautiful gifts of clarity, meaning we only have so much time on the planet. We can only do so much in a lifetime. We can only do so much in a day, in a week, in a month. So what are you doing with your time on the planet? And that is something that is also coming up right now as we move through April into May with Saturn, the timekeeper. In Aquarius, squaring the nodes. Now, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now because it's been an ongoing pressure cooker where Saturn squaring the north node and the south node applies pressure to what you're doing, what you're choosing, what is correct for you. But it can feel like you're at a standstill. You could feel stuck. There could be Analysis paralysis, overthinking, a lot of complications, even feeling like it's too much and you don't know what to choose. This energy has been very strong in the fixed signs, 22, 23, 24 degrees of the fixed signs, but it's going to continue to 25 degrees of the fixed signs into May. So we're experiencing a return of what matters to us, making some big choices, maybe some hard choices, maybe some things that just feel like they're too much and you don't know what to choose just yet. But this grander cycle is reminding us that we always travel with our energy, our light, our power. And what is that for you right now? These are the bigger questions. These are the bigger questions that are coming up into eclipse season. And this is the bigger energy cycle that we've been moving through that now we get to choose more consciously than ever before what is true for you. Similar to, oh, there was only vanilla ice cream. I could only get vanilla. Vanilla ice cream. Now you go in, and there's more flavors, different toppings, all kinds of things to decide to create and build that perfect ice cream sundae or whatever you want, whether you want it in the cone, the waffle cone, the cup. I mean, there's so many choices opening up now that it can actually be overwhelming in a new way. A new way, meaning you can think back on your life and be like, I used to be able to handle this. No problem. I used to be able to take care of things and know exactly what I wanted, where I was going. Something fit. Things were easier. But these big energies we've been moving through for the past few years have deeply, permanently changed us. So it's a bit like we're meeting ourselves in a new way right now. We're understanding that we are different and our energetic frequencies have changed. We've been through a lot that has been even traumatic at times, a lot of turmoil, a lot of uncertainty. And now we have the ability to come back to ourselves in a whole new way. But that's even new because you can feel what's changed for you, what shifted for you. And now you're figuring out, well, what do I want? What do I need? What does matter? And that's part of our universal assignment right now, especially April into May, is understanding you always have the ability to choose what is clear and best for you and how are you doing with that. Because now we're holding more light. We are holding different frequencies. We're holding different energies at this time that, again, make us new to ourselves. So we're meeting ourselves in these new energies and realizing that what used to work before is no longer on the table or no longer something that connects. And then we're understanding, well, there's more choices, there's more options. You know, maybe you don't even want ice cream, you want sorbet or you want an ice cream cake or whatever. You can take that metaphor and run with it. But the idea is, This is a time to claim what is true for you, even if it's so wild, wacky, and different, and you never saw it coming. Because I feel like that's also been a part of these big Uranus and Taurus energies that have been disrupting our value systems or what we accepted as a comfort zone. And now we're throwing it all up into the air and saying, well, maybe I don't want that at all. And it can create that chaos and that havoc, but it's also meant to guide you back to yourself back to yourself. And in fact, that is a big theme right now that you may be noticing is that you're even surprised by how you've changed or how you've grown, what's shifted for you. Even the things that you're now capable of doing on your own that you never thought you would do on your own or things you never thought you'd want in your life. So these are the bigger overarching energies that we're working with, and as eclipse season moves through us, we're going to have opportunities to call in exactly what we want from a very powerful place. But if you're feeling the Saturn squaring the nodes personally, meaning you have planets or points, 22 to 25 degrees of the fixed signs, which are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, then you could feel stuck in something that you're deciding, working out, working through, figuring out. And Saturn requires our effort. So I just want to acknowledge that because that can be a very hard energy at times. And it's something that's continuing into May. Now, this energy of Saturn in Aquarius squaring the nodes continues to a very important turning point, which is the Scorpio lunar eclipse. On May 16th. I'm going to talk about that more specifically on Monday's podcast. That will be Monday, April 18th. And I'm gonna dive into the energies more. But here's a heads up on how this energy is moving through. Saturn is now applying that pressure to these choice points of life direction because that north node in Taurus wants you to claim what is correct for you, what you value, what you love what is good for you at a very practical level that is basically replenishing you and showing you what your life is about, what you can build, and what it can be. That means the South Node in Scorpio is very much about this deep, intense letting go that can have emotional entanglements, that can be where you're releasing yourself from other people, other responsibilities, other things that you've been involved in. You want to separate your energy out, but the Saturn square brings in these complications of responsibilities, of things you have to tend to, take care of, you have to see it through. It's not like it's just an easy out. For example. There's something that could feel blocked, but this is always beautifully intentional by the universe, even when it feels like it's really difficult. The universe is wanting you to get very clear on some things because that south node in Scorpio is a huge karmic letting go. It's very intense. It's very emotional. There's a lot of energy that can be wrapped up in that this is where you can be engaged in unconscious power dynamics. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, I don't want them to win, or I don't want that person to get that one thing over me, or I don't want this to happen because that would happen to me. That's where we get involved in these kinds of lower, we'll call it game playing, but it can be very different. I know there's many ways this can play out, but it's understanding that You're looking at where your energy, your power, emotions, any of those Scorpio energies have been involved or tangled up with things that you don't even want anymore anyways. And on that May 16th Scorpio lunar eclipse, it's at 25 degrees. Saturn is at 25 degrees of Aquarius, squaring the eclipse points exactly. The nodes will be at 22 degrees, but Saturn is going to say, time's up. Time's up. Something is going to be decided as we move into May. Something that either you're struggling with or you're indecisive with or you're not really in your power, Saturn will decide if you don't. The universe will point you on a track and require you to let go of even more. And this is where you could feel eclipsed. You could feel like, oh, wow, that's just gone. And with the Scorpio lunar eclipse, huge clearing out, huge letting go, huge things that are meant to leave, because even if you're emotionally wrapped up in something or you're involved again in like those unconscious power dynamics or it's something in your psyche that is almost playing games with you, Saturn is going to say goodbye, And it's going to be the ultimate gift for your soul growth because that lunar eclipse in Scorpio has beautiful support from Pluto, Neptune and Mars. Saturn is saying, time's up. This is leaving. Ready or not. But congratulations, because now you're on a new trajectory. That is for your best and highest good. And by then, there's going to be something more that you're aware of that you're starting, especially with Jupiter in Aries by the middle of May. So this is why I wanted to cover this for you, because I know that there's a lot right now that can feel like it's applying a pressure But there's something also about this time span that we're meant to work through to return to the heart of what we want, the heart of what we need. And just it feels like there's a new heart, like there's a new heart emerging. It feels bigger, expansive and more light filled. And that's part also of this energy that we're moving through with the upcoming Taurus solar eclipse on April 30th. And I did a podcast episode for you on April 11th, talking about those powerful new beginnings. So this is really a week of making good, solid, honest decisions. Yeah, it's big. And oh, yeah, let's take a look at this Libra full moon squaring Pluto on April 16th. I have a video for you on YouTube that goes through the chart, shows you more of the energetics of the chart. But something to note here about the Aries-Libra axis is that it's a relationship axis. And you don't think of that with Aries. You think of that with Libra. But Aries is your relationship to yourself. How you know yourself, how you understand yourself, what is true for you. Getting into more of that deeper self-knowingness, understanding your energy, understanding what you're about, what is true for you, and how to be yourself in the world. So Aries is the energy you have with yourself that establishes that first unconscious relationship signature that then continues to travel with you. Then when you get to the opposite of Aries, which is Libra, that's how your energy shows up in relationship to other people's energies. And that's how we learn to share our toys and to have good conversations, to get to the heart of things, to determine who is this person? Who am I? Who are we? What is this that we're sharing? What is going on between us? Because Libra is about those first connections that get established. And Libra being an air sign is about conversation, thoughts, asking questions, connecting. It's also where we evaluate giving and receiving. We look and see what is in balance, what is flowing, what works, and what doesn't. So with this Libra full moon happening on April 16th at 27 degrees of Libra, Both the sun and the moon are squaring Pluto and that square is requiring growth, evolution, something to be realized or understood at a deeper level. Maybe this is where you see something new in a current relationship or you see something in yourself that you've experienced or participated in for various relationships. Keep in mind, this can be relationships with anyone in your world, anyone in your life. And maybe you're noticing certain habits or patterns. Maybe this Libra full moon is showing you what you don't want anymore. And that tends to be the case when there's a strong aspect from Pluto, especially the hard aspect of a square, is there's this pressure to evolve and change and to look at what is now becoming conscious in yourself that you didn't recognize or see before. And again, this would relate to relationship patterns, perhaps what has been out of balance for you. And even though it's a Libra full moon, the energy then carries forward as the sun in Aries makes an exact square to Pluto and Capricorn on April 18th at 28 degrees. So it's almost like the relationship energies from other people are something that reveal to you or show to you what you're ready to shift and evolve in yourself, what you're ready to make more conscious in yourself about how you have shown up. Because that sun and Aries squaring Pluto and Capricorn is how we individually evolve how we mature. This is a maturing growth spurt, if you will. This is where there's something that could come to your conscious awareness um, that could be potentially embarrassing. Something that you're like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that's what I chose or that's what I said or that's how I was. It's not about being hard on yourself and it certainly isn't about feeling guilt or shame. It's something about understanding your own personal evolution at this time and making new commitments to yourself, which is what Pluto and Capricorn wants. It wants you to mature. It wants you to evolve and grow. And so what are the new responsibilities or the new things that you're... It's almost like making a vow or a pledge to yourself to hold yourself to a higher standard in some capacity. And again, this relates to the sun in Aries, which is your sense of self. And even though there can be things that we unconsciously project onto other people. Or it could be very valid, meaning yes, you could be absolutely accurate in how the other person behaved or what they said or what they did. But as we know, it always comes back to then what do we do with that energy? What do we decide? What are we going to do differently going forward? And I feel like this week is going to really bring alive some relationship dynamics that you're going to just feel exhausted by done with. You're over it. You don't have energy for something or someone. And this could show up through power struggles, which can be another part of this Libra full moon, where there is something that could really get to you about another person. And that's the Libra energy, where Libra, again, it's what's outside of us and how we interact with it, how we connect or share with that Outside energy. So again, you could be triggered. There could be something that happens. There could be something that comes up. But this is a time to own your energy, to really own what is true for you, what is correct for you, and to be honest with yourself as well. Be brutally honest. That would be a Pluto phrase so that you can realistically assess how much energy to give to something or where that's a new choice point, where you're realizing I don't have energy for this anymore and that's what's best for me. So big Things are coming up here this week, potentially, and also showing you more of where you do want to go next. And again, going back to where I started with this podcast, returning to your choices, you have choices, you have power, what is true for you now, even if it's totally different than anything you thought, or it just seems so foreign or uncertain. It's like the energy is speaking very loudly at this time and we're not going to have all the details. We're not going to have all the specifics, but you can trust how you're feeling. You can trust what you're sensing and that's also a big part of this strong Pisces energy that we are still moving through. Mars joins the Pisces party on April 15th and this is a Mars who basically has to surrender, who has to now drop his sword, give up the good fight and basically take a break. So I often see this Mars as floating on a boat in the ocean and only being navigated by bigger energies, energies that he can't control. So he's navigating by the waves and the wind. He's navigating by the stars. He could close his eyes and tune into what he's feeling, what he's sensing, and that's what he can trust because outside of him, it could feel too exhausting, too overwhelming, or too much because this Mars in Pisces is basically developing new ways of moving through life that don't require his own will, his own power, his own action. Now he's learning how to partner with spirit, to partner with the divine and with the universe, to work with these bigger energy flows. And that's the surrender where he is in partnership with the bigger forces, but he doesn't try to use his human will which would be futile alongside spiritual will. And when you look at the full zodiac wheel, this is also where Mars is tired. He needs a rest. He needs downtime because he's been in a big two-year cycle that started with Mars and Aries, which, by the way, Mars was retrograde in Aries, and that got some false starts going that tripped him up a bit that even slowed him down. So now this Mars has had a full two years of moving through an energy cycle and he needs to rest, recuperate, gather his strength back, gather his energy back before he embarks on a new adventure when he enters Aries on May 24th. So we have a very strong energy signature of trusting in very big ways and not seeing the details. So we have four planets in Pisces, Neptune, Jupiter, Venus, and Mars. Pisces is the opposite of Virgo. Virgo is the details. Virgo brings up the specifics, the process, how it's going to work, how it's going to come together. So with all these planets in the opposite sign of Virgo, the hows are unknown. The details are not clear. But this is where we trust because spirit is has the answers. God knows where you're going. God knows what is best for you. The divine is working with you if that's part of your belief system, if that's something you are willing to open up and trust even more. So yes, we are still talking about the strong Pisces energies. And again, this relates to the clearing out of energies we've moved through that no longer serve us that are no longer resonating, that are asking you to make new life choices or new decisions in your world where you don't have the answers, you don't have clarity, but there's something bigger that you're feeling and sensing. And perhaps you're already intuitively seeing it. Maybe you're receiving messages in your dreams. Maybe things are coming alive when you meditate. Maybe there's things that are opening up to you that you're sensing and feeling, and it just feels really good. It feels like there's support here. Even though it's unknown, there's something rising up, and that's part of the Jupiter and Pisces energies that we have to work with for another month. So if it feels like a bizarre time, it is in some ways, but this is also where we're applying our spiritual mastery. We're really applying what we have learned trusted and believed in and to make sure that we're giving that to ourselves to really apply that trust in yourself that belief in yourself that you will know the answers it will be clear to you and you can absolutely trust your energy where it's growing where it's rising and where you feel inspired as well now we do have mercury in taurus so that can help with slowing down the energy and giving ourselves time and space to think things through. Mercury and Taurus will plot along, assess things as they happen, and doesn't want to be rushed. So you could feel that there is now some mental relief to slow down and be in your thoughts, to take your time, and to perhaps stabilize a bit, which is what that Mercury and Taurus wants to do. Now, April 17th, Mercury will be conjunct Uranus at 13 degrees of Taurus, while also sextile Venus in Pisces. This also happens to be Easter, and important to note that the energy of Easter, the celebration of Easter, is connected to the lunar cycle. It is always the first Sunday after the first full moon after the equinox. So that's interesting to dive into is how many of our holidays are connected to lunar cycles. And this is true for many other religions, cultures, and belief systems as well. If you needed to dive into a special project, you could look at how the lunar cycle is worked with and honored across multiple traditions around the world. So we have Easter coming up after the first full moon, and Easter is also bringing in that energizing dynamic of Mercury conjunct Uranus sextiling Venus and Pisces. This could be a lovely day, meaning there's things that could show up that surprise you, that are pleasurable, that are interesting, that are enjoyable. There's energy here that could help you have fun or do something different and new. This energy is actually also a part of that April 16th Libra full moon. So there's a few days here when Venus... Mercury, Uranus are working together, bringing in something that you're meant to see differently, think about differently, opens you up to perhaps something that maybe you didn't notice, and then it comes through as a pleasant surprise. So this is a lovely energy here that we can make the most of and might alleviate some of that intensity that is happening with Saturn squaring the nodes. The sun will then enter Taurus on April 19th at 1024 p.m. That's Eastern Time. And this is when we have the practical assessments of Taurus energy to help us gain clarity and to simplify. Taurus is the energy of what can I do to create a good life for myself? It is the first earth sign, the first fixed sign and it is a feminine energy. It connects to our five senses where we find pleasure, where we find things that are enjoyable, as well as how we create a life that feels stable and secure that supports us and helps us further our energy out in other places in our lives. So this Taurus energy wants us to be grounded and also helps us with gaining that understanding of your priorities right now. So you could feel that you're ready to cut back. There's things you're ready to let go of. Again, going with this overall theme here of making new choices, you could sense that you're ready to try something new or different that just feels correct, even if you don't fully understand it. But this energy can help us also come back into our bodies, to return to our physical energy fields, to come back into what your body consciousness is saying to you, how it's speaking to you, what you need to take care of yourself especially if your nervous system has been very active there could be things here where you intentionally want to slow down like working consciously with your breathing or with your heart rate doing something that allows the energy to move through your body in a way that is soothing and comforting and helps with not feeling overwhelmed by everything outside of you so this can be a welcomed shift as we enter into Taurus season and also brings a focal point to Venus as the ruling planet. So during Aries season, we've had Mars as the ruling planet. Mars has been mostly in Aquarius, had that conjunction to Saturn, now enters Pisces. Now we shift to a focus on Venus, in Pisces, who is also going to make conjunctions to Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces, and is the ruler, Venus is the ruler of this Libra full moon and the upcoming Taurus solar eclipse. So we have this significant energy change that I've been talking about in this show, and you could feel like things are coming back into yourself, like the energies are coming back into you. Clarity is coming in. Decisions are being made. Something is revealing itself to you, but it's coming through Venus. And Venus in Pisces is very loving, forgiving, kind. She has a good heart. She can be a little bit too idealistic. She can miss things, meaning she might not see the full picture where she's looking at someone with rose-tinted glasses and she's not noticing maybe some red flags, but she wants to find things that are good about people and she ultimately wants us to feel good about ourselves and what we've been through. So I feel like this brings a focal point to the Venus themes around self-worth, creativity, self-value, finances, your relationship to everything in your world and what you find valuable. And of course, relationships. So there's big things associated with Venus that are going to be requiring our attention, but in a soft way. It's receptive. It's going into what you're feeling about it, what you're intuitively getting around it, what you've learned through it, especially in Pisces with the spiritual growth that we start to tap into and understand from a higher perspective now for the past few months we've been talking about the very big energies of the jupiter neptune conjunction and pisces and how those bring up themes of release unraveling letting go endings people leaving our lives the soul contracts that are over the parts of our experiences that were not meant to take forward the things that were meant to let go of so that we have room in our lives for the new energies or the next experiences. And I feel like this lovely Venus and Pisces is taking us up into the energies of our higher selves, taking us up into what the divine wants you to lovingly accept and perhaps forgive about yourself, what the divine wants you to see and understand and I also feel this energy of transmutation where similar to working with the violet flame of transmutation, anything of a lower expression, a lower energy, a lower emotion can basically be tossed up into the violet flame or into the energy of your higher self and transmuted into unconditional love which is something we know about. It's a very popular phrase. But then when you look at the reality of relationships, there are often conditions on relationships. There's often things that we place on ourselves or on others that aren't meant to be heavy hitting conditions, but they're related to perhaps boundaries or standards or what we need. And I feel like what this Pisces energy is doing is releasing us from that perspective and showing us how every person is divinely on their path, regardless of what it appears to be or what it looks like or what happened or what did not happen or what transpired or what came through. It's sort of like just going higher into this very peaceful terrain of accepting what is, accepting exactly where you are, where everyone is, and to practice that. Because when we do that, we detach. We detach from our human needs. We detach from what we're expecting or wanting or assuming, we detach and go higher. And the amazing thing that happens is how much that opens up the energy. When we simply accept, when we go into that beautiful place that is so loving, kind, accepting of exactly where someone is, exactly where you are, most importantly, accepting exactly where you are, when you give that to yourself, you'd be surprised at the energy that starts running through you. And you might just feel a really big shift in yourself. You just feel how you've changed. You've just basically received powerful new downloads that can support you, heal you, release you, and ultimately love you in a very beautiful divine way. So that is one of the strong energy signatures that we are experiencing at this time and that we will continue to work with through the second half of April. It is a time to look at your choices what is true for you what is best for you don't diminish it don't hold yourself back don't think that you should compromise something in yourself because the energy i'm feeling especially when you look at this decade and what's coming through over this decade is that there's such big changes happening that you serve no one by compromising your needs. That does nothing for anybody. Even if you think it's an immediate win or you're making someone happy, this Libra full moon could show you where you have compromised your energy or yourself and it isn't even what you want or it's not really in alignment with who you are now. So this is a time to fully own who you are and to be open to meeting these new parts of yourself that are arriving and coming through while also continuing to trust how much the divine is traveling with you and that powerful new beginnings are coming in. They're happening now and you deserve it. And I don't mean that from an entitled place because sometimes that word deserve can come across as entitled, but that's not it. It's more about understanding that we only have so much time on this planet and time has sped up. Things are accelerating. Things are going faster than they've ever been. So understand that there are things that you absolutely deserve to experience, to manifest, to feel, to have in your life because that is how you then serve the most people. That is how you then become this higher vessel of energy that other people feel. Other people sense it and that's what inspires them too. So that's part of being in your power, in your energy, in your light is this full ownership of what that means to you now. And we will keep discussing this strong Saturn energy because Saturn is responsibility. So you could really feel responsible to people. You could really feel like your independence is being limited because of other things you have to do or how others are relying on you. That can be part of that Saturn in Aquarius. But also that could be where you've taken on too much. You're carrying more than your fair share. Or maybe something has run its course where it was the right vision. It was the right thing or the right commitment for a while and now you're switching gears, you're changing direction, there's new trajectories open up. Of course, this is general. It's going to be different for each of us, but know that it's very real. We'll keep talking about that because I feel like it's preparing you for more of what you really want, but you could have fears around that and that could be something interesting to work through or look at in yourself around any fears or limitations you're holding about what you really want as well as any belief systems that tell you you can't have it. And that could be one of the gifts, really, of diving into this current pressure cooker energy where you get to the heart of your own personal limitations. And you might be surprised at what shows up because now I'm seeing family stuff coming through. I'm seeing a lot of family energy or even your First experiences of community, of teams, of connecting with others, especially if you were the one who took on more responsibility or you were expected to, especially if you were, for example, the firstborn, or there were things about your parents or your lineage that held expectations of what you needed to do. So it could be worthwhile to dive into that, to dive into what is happening below the surface and to look at where you're ready to release yourself from any of those obligations that you've outgrown. Okay, wasn't expecting to say all that, but again, I just trust what comes through and hope that it helps with whatever you might be going through at this time and also connect you to your higher mind. Your higher mind, which is where everyone has power, everyone has choices. You don't have to carry the load. You don't have to do everything for everyone. And maybe that's where there's some things to look at as well. A few announcements, first of all, quick reminder that my new book, Awakening Astrology, is coming out on May 24th, but when you pre-order it now, you can join me for the free workshop on April 26th, and that free workshop is where I have a worksheet for you with more specifics on your five personal planets and what the book dives into how to look at these five personal planets in a whole new way to awaken to more of your energy. So please check that out. There will be a replay for that free workshop. I'll put the link below where you can pre-order the book and sign up as well as where you can get the free worksheet to use and apply to your chart. And then last week I shared with you the retreat that we're having here in the first weekend in June. It's happening live in Florida, and it sold out within 24 hours of this podcast. And I am so sorry that some of you couldn't join or couldn't make it. We had no idea. It would sell out so fast. So that's very good information to know. And it has me thinking about the next retreat. So know that there will be another one. There will be something else for you to join and participate in if you weren't able to register for the one coming up in Florida. But there is also the virtual retreat experience that you can join and watch From your location on the planet, wherever that might be. So please do so if you feel called to join Lori and I to work with these energies, to go through all 13 workshops plus the sound healing bath that we'll be sharing as well. So we're excited for as many people as possible to connect through the virtual experience. And going forward, great to know that so many of you want to connect in person. This helps me with planning purposes going forward and how to make this event even bigger and and more awesome going forward. Thank you so much for joining me for this weekly podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with a new episode. And please check out my YouTube channel where you will find more of the videos that I release there every Friday. You can also check out my current astrology programs and offerings over at mollymacore.online. Oh, and one more thing. Those Instagram fake accounts keep coming up and they're never me. I never direct message you. I never reach out to you about money or sessions or readings or anything. In fact, I'm not even on Instagram that much. I wish I had more time, but I'm only on there maybe here and there throughout the day. So it's never me. There have been at least eight imposter accounts so far, and please report and block them. Sorry if you've been confused by them because I understand that happens, Uh, but just know that unfortunately this is something that has been affecting many people, and all we can do is be more aware of these energies and these behaviors, and of course to protect yourself. So thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you soon for our next astrology topic. I wish you a beautiful Libra full moon as we move over this next week. And just stay mindful that this is a time to make new choices that are powerful and true for you. And that's always what you can trust, especially as we move further through this year. I'll see you back here really soon.